0: Our gospel reading this morning comes from Luke, chapter 8, verses 26 through 39. Listen for the word of God. Then they arrived at the country of Gerasenes, which is opposite Galilee. As Jesus stepped out on land, a man of the city who had demons met him. For a long time, he had worn no clothes. He did not live in a house, but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he fell down before him and shouted at the top of his voice, What have you to do with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I beg you, do not torment me. For Jesus had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For many times it had seized him. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and shackles, but he would break the bonds and be driven by the demons into the wilds. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? He said, Legion, for many demons had entered him. They begged him not to order them to go back into the abyss. Now, there on the hillside was a large herd of swine feeding. The demons begged Jesus to let them enter these. So Jesus gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and entered the swine. And the herd rushed down the bank into the lake and was drowned. When the swine herds saw what had happened, they ran off and told it in the city and in the country. Then people came to see what had happened. and When they came to Jesus... They found the man from whom the demons had gone sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. They were afraid. Those who had seen it told them how the one who had been possessed by demons had been healed. Then all the people of the surrounding country of Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, for they were seized with great fear. So he got into the boat and returned. The man from whom the demons had gone begged that he might be with him. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your home. Declare how much God has done for you. So he went away, proclaiming throughout the city how much Jesus had done for him. May God bless our hearing the word.
1: The poem is called The Unbroken. There is a brokenness out of which comes the unbroken, a shatteredness out of which blooms the unshatterable. There is a sorrow beyond all grief which leads to joy and a fragility out of whose depths emerges strength. There is a hollow space too vast for words through which we pass with each loss out of whose darkness we are sanctioned into being. There is a cry deeper than all sound whose serrated edges cut the heart as we break open to the place inside which is unbreakable and whole while learning to sing. Jesus comes out of the shore, and immediately a man comes up to him. This is a man who has, in the words of Scripture, many demons, and many of you are, are uncomfortable with the idea of, of, of demons, but something big time is going on. And Jesus immediately tells the demons to basically go away, to, to cast them out. And there's a couple interesting things in the story. First of all, the demons always recognize Jesus. And I think this is important because how many times have you ever heard, all you need to do is believe in Jesus? Have you ever been told that? What you need to do is believe in Jesus. I guarantee you the demons all believe in Jesus. Okay? What have you to do with me, Jesus, son of God? of the Most High God. The demons believe, but the demons are still demons. It's not enough simply to believe. It's how you live your life in the face of that belief. And Jesus says, you know, what is your name? And Legion, for we are many. And they beg not to be sent back to the abyss. Can we turn this down just a little bit? Thanks. Check, okay. So that's okay. So they they beg not to be sent back to the abyss. And they said, you know, there's pigs, and if you're a good Jew, this is just great story. Okay? Because as a good Jew, you're not supposed to eat pork. It's not a kosher animal. So Jesus, I'm sorry, it's true. It's, it's true. And can we enter the swine? And I'm sure Jesus thinks, well, this is hysterical. Sure. And they go, and the pigs rush headlong into the sea. And they all drown. And suddenly the villagers are just seriously afraid. And they've just lost their livelihood. It's like your whole business venture goes and runs into the sea. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like, yeah, they're real happy here. And what do they ask Jesus to do? They ask Jesus to go away. Leave. And what I want to talk about in the sermon just a little bit is the pigs, when they get possessed by these demons, they rush headlong into their own destruction. And I think you and I... Are just like those pigs. I think we rush headlong into our own destruction. I know that when things are not going well for me, I do a number of things in this order. I start drinking more. Anybody have that experience? Yeah, I have an extra glass of wine with dinner. I start eating sugar, which I know is bad for me and makes me do bad things. And then I start craving, because I'm drinking and I'm having sugar, I start craving fats. And then I think, I feel yucky, I'm not going to exercise today. So then I don't go to the pool and swim. And then it's like, I really feel lousy. And it's a vicious thing. We rush headlong into the very things that will not take us out of our depression or out of our situation, but we rush headlong into a sea of destruction. And I see myself doing this time and time and time and time again, and I think, I am not a dumb man. I know what's happening. And if you think I'm a dumb man, just keep it to yourself. (laughs) Keep it to yourself. But I rush headlong into these things, and I see it happening, it's like, you know, When will I make it stop? When will I make it stop? So what do we do to stop rushing headlong into the sea? What do we do? I mean, the first thing that we do is we take the one who can actually help us and we all have people in our lives that can help us. And what do we tell these people? Go away. Go away. Yeah. Do I'm not Don't ready for what you have to tell me right now. Go away. I'm not going to the doctor right now. I'm not seeing my shrink. I'm not going to do whatever I need to do. Go to the person who makes, helps me be healthy. I'm going to stay away from them. Go away. The first thing we need to do, really, is turn to the one that we normally turn away from in these situations. Go to God and say, I need help. Do you do that? Because right then is when I need to turn, and I don't want to. I don't want to right then. I turn later, but right then I don't want to turn. I turn away. That's what we do. You look at this village, I love this story because it just, this man has been imprisoned for most of his life by this town because he's crazy and he's really strong. And so they chain him up, they imprison him. And suddenly he's healthy and free. And how do they feel? They feel scared, and how do they, uh, besides, what, what's another emotion? Anticipation. Anticipation. Confusion. Confusion. Threaten. Threaten. Guilty, anybody? Maybe even and fear. Yeah. What does Jesus normally say to people who want to, after something like this happens? What does he normally say to them? This is not hard. Go, go follow me, right? Go right? Follow me. What does he tell this guy? He's, the man tells him, I'm going to follow you. And what's he say to him? Don't. Don't go home, go to your family, be a reminder in your community what God can do, be a witness where you live, don't let them off easy, do we imprison people we don't like for our safety? Yeah, we do. We keep people locked up. In this country, if you sell drugs, you're in jail. Canada, not so much. Not so much. If you have an addiction problem, they really do try to keep you out of prison. Once you're in prison, you're done. You're just done. It's a different way of looking at it. Jails are one of the biggest businesses in our country. We have more people in jail than China. Are we that bad of people? Or is there good business in prisons? Are we literally this bad of a folk? I don't think so. Who do we turn to? What decisions do we make when things? are bad and we get what we would call demons. What are some of those for us? What are some of the things that we would call demons in our lives? When I lash out. When you lash out. Punish people. Punish people. Guilt. Guilt. There are no wrong answers. This is when you shout them right out. Fear. 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 Alcohol. Manipulate. Withdraw. Withdraw. Yeah. What are some of the other things we do?
0: Hmm?
1: Crochet. We
0: crochet. Crochet
1: <laughs> If crocheting is a demon, we're gonna have a lane on of hands after the service. <laughs> but a lot of people are not going to get as many hats. Read too much? Eat Eat too much. We know it in our own lives, don't we? Don't we know when we are being unhealthy? When there's something in us that it feels like it's outside, whether it's inside or it's outside, it's still our stuff to deal with? Do we deal with it? Or do we just rush headlong into the sea? That's the challenge of this passage. Are we going to be smarter than pigs? Really? This is a depressing question. Because most of the time for me the answer is no. It's almost a poignant comment. It is. It's a poignant comment. We rush headlong into our own destruction. And I do believe God gives us the keys. God sends us friends. How many of you, when you're, when you're whatever that demon is for you, how many of you have somebody you could turn to who could help you? Yeah. Okay. I want us to make a pledge right now. The next time the demon shows up, because it will, will you turn to that friend? Can we do that? Can we say, I will turn to my friend. Can we do that? Repeat after me. I will turn to my friend. Even if you're lying and lying is the demon you need to give up. Just say it out loud. It actually helps. Yeah. I will turn to my friend. And I will turn to God. Okay, I will not be a little piggy. You don't have to repeat that part. (laughs) Jesus gets out of the boat, and he sees the man, and he just says, demon, be gone. And he doesn't care the effect on the village. I mean, this is really remarkable. I actually was asked to, um, the, the hardest sermon I think I ever had to preach was we took a youth group to Savannah, Georgia to do mission work. And I called the UCC church and I said, can we stay on your floor for one night before we can get into our youth program? We were going to all stay from all over the country in a gymnasium in a high school. And they said, sure, um, our pastor is going to be gone tomorrow. Would you mind preaching? I said, no problem. But this was an African-American congregation and they were used to the African-American style. So I thought, wow. Wow. So I preached on this text in an African-American church, in an African-American style, about chaining people. And they squirmed. And then did they celebrate when the man who was chained was released? even though it meant the destruction of an industry in a village. And then they squirm some more. We all have demons. We all do. Each and every one of us. None of us are truly free, but we can be. But we can be. If we rely on the help of friends and we turn to God. And that is good news. Amen.